0: Point of Impact Podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for joining us today. Get ready to be inspired and motivated to live a high-impact life. Now, here's Rick. Welcome to another episode of The Point of Impact Podcast. I'm Rick McDaniel. Thanks for joining us today. We're going to continue our relationship series episodes talking about relationships. And today, I want to talk about five viruses that make relationships sick. This is going to be very interesting, and uh, I really can't wait to share this with you. Before we jump in today, let me just talk about a few things that are happening. One that's exciting, I want to welcome all those of you that are listening to this podcast on the Prey app. So we now uh, have the Prey app uh, as another source for the podcast besides Apple and Spotify and iHeart and Amazon Music and all those many other sources to to listen and to hear the Point of Impact podcast, and now we get to add the Pray audience, which is great, and it, those of you on the Pray audience probably know, and those of you that don't, that I have a show every uh, week, Monday through Friday, called Daily Devotions with Pastor Rick McDaniel at 2.30 Eastern Time, 11.30 Pacific Time, so you can listen to that. But you can also, you say, well, that's in the middle of my workday, uh, Rick, I can't get to it. That's fine. There are over 100 of the devotions uh, on demand that you could just listen to anytime. So they're right there on the Pray app and the channels section you'll uh, or the channels tab. You'll find them. So I just encourage you, if you can listen live, great. If you can't, just start your day by going to Daily Devotions and choose one of the on-demand devotions. And you can listen to it two and a half or three minutes and start your day great and for those you are on pray app already hopefully you've already been doing that and found the podcast that way but maybe it's the reverse maybe you found the podcast and now you need to find the daily devotions whichever way i'm glad to uh, have that available to you and, and be able to offer that speaking of offering things my new devotional book, This Is Living, Daily Inspiration to Live Your Faith. For listeners of the podcast, there is a special deal, 25% off the book. So this is a hardcover book and it's full color pages and, and, and pages of color inside I and mean, It's a beautiful, beautiful book and you can get it for 25% off it's already only 17.99 which most of my hardcover books in the past have been like 22.99 so it's already less and then you 25% and you know it's 13 bucks and change that is quite a deal that's uh, you know lunch somewhere maybe not even uh, maybe you could be lucky to get lunch that inexpensive so you can get it on Amazon here's the code 25 inspire so there's a when you go to check out there's a place for promo codes and you just type in the number 25 in all capital letters inspire i-n-s-p-i-r-e 25 inspire and you can get this is living and and you've got a 100 devotions and you're on your way to starting your day and really uh really uh get yourself in the right mindset you know, how we start our day in so many ways determines how our day will end up going. And you've got an opportunity to start your day in the right way by uh, taking advantage of getting the book at, at such a, a, a discount. So I encourage you to do that as well, to, to, to pick up a copy. And for those of you that may be through pray, pray or maybe new, uh, rickmcdaniel.com is your one-stop place. Uh, I lead a ministry called High Impact Living, and you can find out all about the books I've written, the places that I've speaking, the uh, YouTube channel with my messages, uh, place uh, writing articles that I've written. I've written over forty articles just for Fox News alone. So you can, and some of those have been read by over a million people. So you can take advantage of those. Lots of stuff uh, to learn of uh, uh, various resources that are available for you out there. And you version, if you, the Bible, this, if the Pray app, if the Bible app, I'm on the Pray app and the Bible app, the U version have a plan uh, called five, This is Living Five Days of Inspiration. A new plan, by the way, is in production right now. And that will be called Setback to Comeback. That'll be coming out five days of inspiration to start your comeback so lots of good resources out there and ones on the way uh, other stuff that i'm recording and, and working on will be coming out soon for easter I, I, again on the pray app uh, i'll be having a special m- message called the greatest comeback of all time that'll be on uh, easter sunday which is you know not not far just a, you know just a couple weeks away so uh um, well, less than a couple of weeks, just a week, a little over a week away. So, uh, we'll talk about that maybe a little more next Friday, but you can put that on your calendar. So, those are just some of the things that are happening and uh, resources, and I hope that can be helpful. If you like this podcast, we always love five star ratings and reviews, always appreciate it. Uh, kind words and words that help people to know what this podcast is all about. So if you can take a moment to do that, same thing with the book, by the way, if you've been reading the book, we'd love to get reviews on Amazon or Goodreads and five-star reviews as well are always great. Okay, let's let's jump in here. Five viruses that make your relationship sick. The uh, University of North Carolina did a, a study uh, that determine that social ties are just as important as a diet and exercise. It's kind of incredible to think that the quality of relationships can affect specific health measurements, but that's exactly what they determine that just like hitting the gym and eating properly are vital for your physical health. It turns out that for the uh, depth and breadth of your relationships, um, it impacts your your health as well. Older adults that are higher risk for developing hypertension from social isolation than from diabetes. It's worth hearing again. Older adults that are higher risk for developing hypertension from social isolation than from diabetes. I mean that just almost seems impossible, but that's what they that's what they determined. Relational strain even increases the risk of overall obesity. So when you, you don't have healthy relationships, you don't have enough relationships, it actually has a, a, a an impact. And again, this is National Academy of Sciences study, uh, University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill. So this is what it tells us. I mean, this is just almost hard to believe uh, that. Let me just uh, tell you the researchers used surveys that identified factors such as the number of friends, marital status, religious affiliation, and involvement in the community. They also looked at the quality of relationships by asking questions on whether friends and relatives were critical, loving, supportive, argumentative, or annoying. So, What we know is, of course, relationships impact our emotional health. That we know, but we didn't know physical health. Now we know that there's a physical dynamic as well. So for your physical and mental health, your relationships need to be strong. They need to be healthy. Relationship problems can develop. Why? Well, because we're a blend of our gender and our background and our personality and you know, you just have all these things going on then you add in some sinful behavior and we all have our issues and, and weaknesses and you got a problem. So what this ends up resulting in are viruses. Yeah, you thought that uh, all you had to work, worry about was coronavirus, but turns out there's other viruses as well. And I want to identify five relational viruses uh, that affect the health of relationships so here's the first one fault finding the the fault finding virus c.s lewis once wrote an essay entitled the problem with x where he pointed out how we many times focus on the faults of others while ignoring our own shortcomings and that's what the essay was the, the trouble with x you know this it's always somebody else and the reality is it's very easy to do, right? You know, very easy to point out the faults of others. We, we all seem to have a fairly high aptitude for doing that. Yet we know no one's perfect. We, we all have our weaknesses. We all do, you know. The real issue with fault finding in a relationship is the underlying goal of trying to change a person. This is just absolutely huge, this tendency to to want to change. And I've said this before, and uh, I don't know if it's controversial or not. I don't think it is, but I I just want to say it again. Years of experience of working with with couples, for instance. And this is what I found, that when a, a man marries a woman, by and large, generally speaking, he he wants her to stay exactly the way she is. Like he fell in love with her and he wants to marry her and he doesn't want her to change. And then when she does change, when children enter and she puts more attention on the children than she does on her husband when uh, she looks so great and always looked the best when they were dating and then after they get married she starts to let herself go these become problems for men because they said hey don't change and you did change and then interestingly many time with women when they marry they they see things about this guy that they think, you know, some rough edges that need to be smoothed over and they think, well, you know, I'll, I'll change him. I'll, I'll kind of get him smoothed out here after we're married. And then what they discover many times is he has no interest in, in doing that. And therein lies this conflict that can develop in a relationship. So the answer is to just not... Believe for a moment that it's your job to change anyone. Fault finding is the drive to change a person, and and that's going to result in relationship problems. Just no way around it. No relationship can be healthy where we constantly bring up mistakes and mistakes from the past. Our approach should be to rub it out instead of rubbing it in. You know, rub it out, not rub it in that's the, in other words, erase it as opposed to rubbing it in. And there's such a difference between those two things. They sound almost the same, but they're remarkably different. Letting it go, choosing to not constantly point out faults will keep this virus from infecting the relationship. And it will. It will infect any relationship. If if you just keep focusing on the faults and on the shortcomings and how you need to change. And this is what I'm going to do to change you and make you into the person that you're supposed to be. It's just a, a prescription for disaster. And this virus can, you know, get into a relationship and it can do incredible, incredible damage. It really can. It's, it's, it's amazing how much damage, just like this coronavirus, you know, you know, you just think it's not that serious. It's not really deadly. And then, of course, you go, wait a minute, people do die from it. Not everybody dies from it. Most don't. But I mean, there's going to come a day when it's all said and done and you're going to have to look back and say like over a million people died in America, millions worldwide. So (laughs) This is the thing, you know, you think ah, it's just a it'll be a little bit like the flu won't be too bad. You know, it's it's not a big deal for our relationship. I mean, you know, everybody, you know, has their things and you kind of think of it that way. And, and the problem is, is it can just really develop into something far more serious and fatal to a relationship. So you don't want to have this fault finding virus you, you you know you want to vaccinate yourself against to get the antidote for it in the great definition first corinthians 13 in the bible of love it says love doesn't keep a record of wrongs i mean that's just don't point them out don't keep talking about them don't keep bringing it up second virus is the insecurity virus this virus is evident in a relationship where one person constantly threatens to break off the relationship. You know, it's just it's just a very unhealthy dynamic when uh, there's uh, kind of a, a a threat that hovers over the relationship. It just it just creates total lack of of security. You know, there's just uh, no way a relationship can be strong if if it's not secure won't happen can't happen just impossible so we have to understand that the way this virus kind of re- reveals itself is in this lack of uh, authenticity uh, a lack of of total uh, disclosure you know th- this is this is how it happens you know they're There's insecurity because there's not honesty. There's not authenticity. There's not openness. And that is a very, very dangerous thing for a relationship. There needs to be openness because without openness, suspicion increases without uh, disclosure. This is where we, you know, this is kind of where we find ourselves and talked about this last week, you know, this kind of issue of honesty in, in a relationship and talked about, you know, kind of people and their hidden things they do, for instance, with with money. Anytime that you're you're doing things that are hidden, there's the potential for the relationship, the lack the security it needs to have the health and strength that's absolutely necessary and instead then it is replaced by jealousy becoming the dominant characteristic of the relationship and you know that that is again not where you want to be security comes from being honest with each other about the important issues in a relationship Jealousy comes when there's a lack of honesty and there's suspicion surrounding the relationship. Commitment is crucial. Making and keeping commitments to each other. That's how you build security because you make commitments then you keep the commitments and then you honor the commitments consistent honesty and commitment root out insecurity that's that's how it works that's how you get rid of the insecurity in the relationship is to have the openness and the honesty when you don't have the openness and the honesty when you don't have commitment making and commitment keeping the result is greater and greater degrees of insecurity. The antidote, again, just to use the love definition, love is never jealous. Love is loyal and trusting. Yes, love is never jealous. doesn't have to be jealous because it's secure, because there is loyalty and trust, because there is openness and authenticity. So you show me a relationship where there's where there's uh, insecurity, and and I'll show you a relationship where there's a lack of openness, authenticity, transparency, lack of commitment, and then it becomes a self fulfilling prophecy where the concerns about the relationship are well founded because in fact this. Stuff is going on that shouldn't be going on. So work on securing your relationship and keeping that insecurity virus from coming in. And and the way you do that is by making sure that you don't allow the insecurity in through lack of transparency and honesty. That jealousy stuff is just brutal to a relationship and there's no need for it to be there. All right. Third virus, the selfishness virus. Ah, oh, man, this is this is a big one. Maybe should have made this the first thing I talked about. I mean, here's here it is right here. The challenge of every human being is is innate selfishness. It's just the truth. This virus is one that keeps a relationship from ever being well. This is the thing you must address. Selfishness makes true partnership impossible to foster. Because when we look out for ourselves first before the other person, It just will not lend itself then to a healthy relationship. It is the antithesis of a healthy relationship. Just can't work. When one person consistently does what they want, it's difficult for the relationship to survive. Because a relationship by its very definition involves two people giving to one another, not keeping, not taking, not focusing only on self. Focus on self keeps mutual respect from developing and it just leads to a lack of health. It leads to sickness. And the problem can then go from there because then what you can end up with is you can end up with an entitlement attitude, you know like I deserve this. You can end up with controlling behavior cuz it's, you know, all about me. There's just nothing. You can end up with even with a victim mentality. All of these things are just absolute death blows to a healthy relationship. They just It just will not work. So what's the answer, by the way? Well, the answer is the opposite of selfishness, which is servanthood. Friends look to serve each other. Serving keeps us humble. Serving shows how we need each other. Serving is how we invest in a relationship with mutual support. Again, definition from the Bible's great First Corinthians 13, love isn't selfish. It isn't. It's the opposite of selfish. Love is, is giving. Love is about serving another person. If you have a servant attitude in any friendship, relationship, marriage, whatever it is, those are th- those relationships work. But where there's selfishness, it's almost impossible for that relationship to work because it goes against the very nature of a relationship, the way a relationship is set up and meant to function. Can't be done. So think in terms of serving rather than self and you will not have a problem with this virus. All right, here's another virus, the antagonizing virus. Now, this is when a person, you know, purposely pushes hot buttons. There's always the potential for conflict in any relationship. We don't need to encourage it. It's it's already there. It, the potential exists. We can't antagonize one another and, and make things worse. And many times that happens. Far too many, I think. We do it like this. We purposely bring up controversial topics. We, we focus on subjects that are known to be disagreeable. We, we look for opportunities to bring division All of this is just going to lead to unhealthy relational dynamics. There's just no way around it. Just that's where it ends up. That's where it goes. And you just end up with a situation where uh, people are not going to have a healthy relationship if they feel like um, there's going to, to be... Purposeful, intentional conflict, purposeful antagonizing, rather than working toward maintaining harmony. You know, people can disagree without being disagreeable. Something maybe we need to learn in this country as a whole. People don't always have to agree on everything. It's impossible. There are. I can't tell you the times of my own marriage relationship where my wife and I have talked for a while and then I've just said you know listen we do not agree on this I don't know that we ever will but we're going to have to agree to disagree and move past it that's the only way you can do it you know unity doesn't mean uniformity what it means is that there's a desire to move forward in the same direction toward a mutual goal And so that's what unifies you. Not that you're all the same and think the same. But because you recognize that conflict is not going to get you where you want to get to. Now, again, let me be clear. Conflict in and of itself is not a bad thing. In fact, it's going to happen in a relationship and it raises Issues that need to be raised. I'm talking about purposely trying to cause conflict. Being antagonizing. The the Bible definition again, love. Love is never rude. It isn't quick-tempered. You know, it's really just kind of a rude way to treat someone, an ill-mannered way to treat someone. Quick-temper, you know, we... We see the results of that all the time, just recently with what happened at the Oscars. You know, you you lose your cool and the next thing you know, you're walking on stage in front of people people that are watching all around the world in the millions, you know, and you just do something that you end up regretting. All right. The neglect virus. This we'll call this the you know the final one and you know, it's really something because it's. it may be the most common. It goes unnoticed. You know, in our busy lives, we just don't give enough time to our relationships. Neglecting the relationship can start kind of seemingly small, but it can grow to to ultimately be fatal. You know, this can happen in, in so, so many ways, really. We just... Get wrapped up in, in other things and we, we just take for granted. You know, this is the, just such a, a dangerous thing. No one likes to be taken for granted. But it's easy to do, especially the longer you're in a relationship, the more you're really prone to just take the other person for granted. Part of neglect is ignoring the feelings of the, those that you love. Another is minimizing, you know, those feelings, either ignoring them altogether or minimizing them. A lack of investment means other activities are simply more important than the relationship. Intentionality is just key in keeping the relationship strong and healthy. Scheduling, you know, times together. Prioritizing the relationship, making the sacrifices that... You, you have to make in an any healthy relationship where you say, oh, I, I was going to do this, but but let's do this together. Planning, you know, just planning things. Stuff doesn't just happen. You have to plan it. You have to plan it out. Let's, you know, get tickets to that show. Let's, let's uh, plan to go to this festival. Let's plan this vacation or this weekend, long weekend. And these things take effort. There's no way around it. Neglect is the opposite of effort. You've got to put effort into the relationship. The definition in 1 Corinthians, love is always supportive. We're there for each other. So neglect, it's so insidious, you know, like it's just there and we don't even realize it. And of course this is how you that relationships you know fall apart and then one person is like, "Why? What what happened? I didn't even know anything was wrong." Yes. A virus can make a person sick and even kill them. We've seen it in the pandemic. A relationship virus can do the same thing and end the friendship and the relationship. You can't expect your relationships to be healthy if You're not investing in them. But if you raise your current relationships to a healthier level by dealing with these viruses, then you really uh, build a great foundation for a happier and healthier friendship, relationship, marriage, whatever it might be, and, and, and better friendships and more friends in the future. Take a look today at your relationships. Where do you see these viruses? What do you need to do to bring greater health into your various relationships. It's well worth your investments. Relationships are the fabric of life. You want them to be good and healthy. Work on them. Work on them this week. I'll see you next week. You've been listening to the Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to you joining us for our next episode.